everybody. Welcome to Running in Circles. This is episode 52. I am Mike Kilmer. Today I'm joined by Mr. Kenny Perrin. Saw, dude. Mr. Ryan Miller. Hello. And Mr. Todd Standring. What's up? This is going to be our annual game of the year for 2017 this year. And Woo. we're going to talk about all the good and bad stuff that happened in video games this year. So, yeehaw. Woohoo. Woo. Uh, we're going to start out with our top 10 and then go into our individual categories that we created. Uh, the categories include uh, most disappointing, most surprising, best moment, best non 2K17 game, <laughs> best multiplayer, and best ongoing support. And also game we wish we played more of. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That and one. that one, too. That one, too. Mm-hmm. Or wish we played some of. Any of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> played or played more of. Yeah. Yes. That's All it. Right. All right. Good yeah. good podcast. Yep. <laughs> See you guys next time. <laughs> we done. <laughs> good job. Thanks for joining. So we've got a top three. Um, the other seven are kind of in no particular order. We're going to start with those. Yeah. Uh, so the first, first one on that list is Assassin's Creed Origins. Uh, Ryan has played through all of this game now, I think, or close to all of this I game. I mean, it felt like it. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I've like played it. a good five or six hours and uh, really impressed with what Ubisoft decided to do this year with it. Uh, they took an extra year off, made a really, really engrossing world, crazy visuals, and a character that's not annoying. Um, yeah, yeah. The whole world actually felt like a, like a rock star, like open world like everything in it was a little bit different. Like you just walk past people and they'd be talking about something, and it's kind of interesting. So, like they they nailed it with the open world in in that game. I mean, Ubisoft. and they re- revamped the combat, and the combat is much better than it used to be. Uh, it still needs a little tweaking in, in places, but yep, it seems just way more fluid. And it's definitely the best, but still gets frustrating towards the end when you're yeah. playing these extra large bosses and they're throwing them at you with like a bunch of other people and there's no good way to f- fight multiple people at the same time but I mean the the entirety of the game the story was unbelievable yep the story was like in the, the three or four hours five hours I've played of it the story's been pretty good so far I would so say my favorite Assassin's Creed game is Black Flag but the story in that game was like nothing what, really. whatever see, my, I'd say Brotherhood is probably my favorite one uh, yeah yep. to Brotherhood but yeah, yeah, uh, it's good to be able to talk about an Assassin's Creed game. Yeah, in a good, I, good light again. The, I mean, it's also the first game that I played in 4K, like at like yeah. running, I guess, close to whatever ultra settings would be on a PC. So that was kind of a cool moment in my life of playing video games, mm-hmm. like getting to see something in that high fidelity without any like graphical or frame rate glitches. Like it yeah. just ran. Just ran awesome. Nice, yeah. Ran fucking awesome. Cool. So uh, next is Ghost Recon. Ghost Recon. <laughs> Ghost, Ghost Recon. <laughs> Ghost Recon Wildlands. Uh, Wildlands. Uh, I didn't play any of this game, um, but I know both Ryan and Todd have played a good amount of this game at this point. So. Oh, we played it. Yeah. We played it. Uh, it's like uh, it's just a shoot a bunch of terrorist simulator yeah it's a it's a perfect tom clancy online co-op game it is yeah it's uh it's really good you fight this network of really bad uh south american drug men and there's a very large nest of them (laughs) very large that's the craziest thing about this game is how fucking long it is i've yeah i think there's probably about 
30 or 40 of these boss guys that you have to quest in like zones to unlock and I've played for eight hours and I've done two of them. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. So I didn't even, like, a lot of the times that I was playing it, like, I would just jump in when other people were playing it. So I didn't realize there was that whole hierarchy of, like... Bad men. Yeah, drug cartel. Bad men that you could, like, go after. So so essentially what we were doing was just, like, looking at the map and seeing where the, like, different crafting materials and and shit were. And just go after it. So I put in probably 60-plus hours into the game, and I only killed five of the boss men. That's And, and there, like you said, probably like 50 of them, right? Yeah. Yeah, or, there's, or there's, close there's a fucking ton. So, like, the general loop is, like, you go to these zones. Uh, there's a few story markers that you can kind of follow. But strewn about the whole area, there's a bunch of other markers, like uh, gun upgrades and skill you know, points, different kind of skill points and stuff you can get. Uh, and it's just like an RPG. You just blasting through, collecting all these points, leveling up and dumping shit in. Um, and you get this drone thing that you can use to mark uh, enemies. So it's not like a run-in and shoot everything kind of game. It's like a run-in. Plan out your attack. Yeah, plan your yeah. attack, mark your very enemies. Very tactical. Yeah, it feels yeah. very tactical. I mean, like, because I'm playing it with two other dudes, sometimes four, sometimes three other dudes. And, like, you get into moments in that game where something's really hard and you actually have to, like, count down like when you're both going to be shooting somebody at the same time like three two one shoot like mm-hmm. so the two people next to each other don't like alert anybody yeah. else in the compound because the second shit goes awry it, it goes <laughs> bad like if you're out <laughs> in the fast, open yeah. for more than like a, a second or two it's just you just die yeah um <laughs> but yeah you can keep bolstering up with all the you know skill trees that you level up uh just a good goddamn time. Yeah, Just the cover system is really nice. It's it's more along, it's more of those that lenient type of yeah, it's like an uh, adaptive thing, like Last okay. of Us type of yeah. cover system where you're not like clinging to something. You're just kind of walking behind something and hiding behind it, and and you're in cover. And I think they fixed the AI a little bit too on it because a lot of the times when it first came out. People were seeing me around corners that they shouldn't have mm. seen mm. me, and that yeah, hasn't had happened that. recently. So, uh, yeah. And, and the guns. There's tons yeah. of fucking gun customization. There's probably, like, another, you know, 30, 40 guns, and you can break them all apart. And there's, like, a cool animation that, like, expands all the parts out of the gun, huh. and you can kind of, like, rotate it and flip it around and put a grenade launcher on or any kind of it Sounds like something that would be it's in like a Tom Clancy game. It's yeah. like Forza for guns. Yep. There's so many, it's exactly. there's so many of them. Fun. Yeah, it's fucking sweet. It's a good game. And there's little areas that, like, if you want a specific gun, you can, like, find where it is and just go to that compound and loot that gun. So, you know. Yeah. The, the story doesn't seem super interesting, but just playing it with, nah. like, a buddy is fucking mint. Yeah. Super That's fun. what it seemed like. Because I, I played the beta when it first came out, just, like, single player, and I was not having any fun whatsoever. No. So. I wouldn't I wouldn't. I don't even bother yeah. playing I the game single player. I would not play the game by myself. Yeah. Definitely not. Um, yeah. Cool. <clears throat> so, the clants. <laughs> Tom Clancy's Tom Ghost Recon Wildlands. Yeah. All right, next on the list is Horizon Zero Dawn. Now, me and Kenny played this game a little bit. I know Kenny didn't get super far into it. Um, best thing about this game is its world building. Uh, there's lots of really cool things that happen. It takes place like 2,000, 3,000 years after humanity has kind of screwed itself. And then you go and find all these underground bunkers, and the world opens up, and you learn a whole lot more about why it's there and um, there's a lot of weird like cultural appropriation where they have like 
tons of different like races and stuff and they're all kind of in different clans but it all makes sense within the story and it all had a really good payoff too at the end and the graphics were absolutely insane yeah the game looks unbelievable it was the first game that i ever saw in hdr and hdr makes a huge difference in video games (laughs) Um, so i would highly recommend that game um especially uh, if you like the weird cyberpunk looking like animals because they're just really cool looking it's got a robot dinosaur as a kid yeah (laughs) <laughs> it was fucking sweet. It was fun, and it looks really good. Yeah, and it looked like it played well, too. It does. Like, it plays well. It, it looked like it was smooth. It was one of those games where, like, once you kind of figure out how you want to play it, you don't really need to upgrade a whole lot, which is kind of annoying, because uh, once you get to a point where you're just powerful enough to take down most things and you have a strategy that works, you kind of just stick with that. Um, but there was multiple different ways to approach every combat situation, so it, it, it was really good. I... Highly recommend that game. I like yeah. that it was new and different. Yeah, so, exactly. And it was great to see Gorilla make a game that's not Kill Zone. Yep. Uh, yeah, because all the Kill Zones have been pretty lackluster. mediocre. Yeah, they're yeah. very mediocre. Yeah. Uh, they look. They always look really good, but they never played quite quite how you wanted them to play. And I mean, I've played the, I played two and three and 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 Shadowfall, and all of them were all right. Like Shadowfall looked insane, and this is just an expansion of that engine. So, yeah, good they made a good them. game. And yeah. the expansion was apparently really good too. I haven't had a chance to play it. So, yeah, the was it the Frozen Wild? Or something? Yeah, something, something like that. Like that. And it's one of the one of the factions you meet. One of the tribes that are like worshiping the robots, essentially. And yeah, there's a whole thing about that. It's another eight hours or so of gameplay. So awesome, That's cool awesome. game. Uh, next was the game that kind of took the world by storm this year. Uh, PUBG. Oh yeah, this game Ooh. took over the internet for. That's still months or something. Still taking over, dude. Exponentially. Net neutrality. And it's technically out now, which is crazy. It was in early access for most of the year this year. Public Jesus. (laughs) It's, yeah. 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 And with the final release, too. You you played the final release, right? Isn't that when Uh, you guys got your... There's two maps now. It looks better. Isn't that when you guys got your win? Wasn't it Oh, that's when we got the win. Yep. That's when we got the win. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so... Mm -hmm. Yeah, they finally... Finalized it. Uh, I, I mean, they're going to keep improving it, but yeah, both maps are in now. Um, yeah, game came out on Xbox too. Apparently, yep, it runs really bad terrible. there. But <laughs> that's we're not here to talk about <laughs> the bad part. Uh, yeah, it's fucking nuts. I don't know. I never played a game like that ever before because it's based on those weird, you know, Arma has its roots in the Arma mods. Which yeah, is it's a, definitely rooted in like realistic shooters and like weird. bullet damage and bullet like drop height and that type of stuff. Uh, not something that I was ever into. So seeing how crazy this game picked up and people, I mean, it sold like over a million dollars worth of copies in like six hours or something like that. Like it was absolutely insane. So it was instant? I didn't even know. Oh yeah, it was instant. Know that. What this like, the game like the its popularity? popularity like, yeah, well, yeah, it crept. I mean, it crept, but yeah, it, once it started gaining some steam, like after that, it yeah. just went fucking. I, there's an interview with uh, player unknown that uh, Danny O'Dwyer did on his uh, YouTube channel. I'd highly recommend che- recommend checking that out. This dude was just a normal dude, like who made mods on his own, in his own spare yeah, time. Yeah, and they basically just said, "Hey, we like what you do. We're gonna invite you over here. We're gonna try to make a game." And it just blew up to the point where now he's just like, "I don't have to do anything but this game now." Right. He's just a normal dude, just yeah. an Irish dude, like trying to scrape by working as a temp, and now he's and not. He's not even like the developer, right? Like he no. Uh, technically, Bluehole Blue yeah. Blue is the company that does it, um, but they actually broke Bluehole into its own thing. So they have this actual PUBG like team that does only PUBG, and then Bluehole yeah. does other stuff. 
but yeah, really, really interesting. Uh, and it's funny because like you would never know who this guy was other than this game. Like I, unless you were following Arma mods, you would never know who this guy was, and he just took the world over basically. Crazy. But yeah, I I don't know. I've never played anything like that game. I mean, it's basically the first game that mm-hmm. started that sort of the style. Craze, yeah. Um, and it's just fucking nuts because I don't know. It should. It should be boring. Like, it should be a boring fucking game. Uh, You spend most of it, like, gathering armor and Yeah, a good portion of your time can be spent just looting. Uh, But, you know, if you come in a little little hot and and get some kills initially, you get kind of the blood flowing and get going. um, And it makes that that hunt a little bit more, uh, I don't know, like, palatable, I guess. Mm -hmm. You're just kind of like, all right, I guess we can do this. and then if you don't get in, you know, the further you get into the circle, as the circle shrinks, you're like, all right, even if you're not in combat, like, it starts getting a little more exciting, a little more exciting. You get in that top 20, top 15, then you're kind of like, all right, motherfuckers, like, let's go. Let's go. And there's really no other game that makes you... That stressed feel, out. Like, <laughs> feel like that. Like, oh, shit, like, I'm, I'm just, you know, sending motherfuckers back to the title screen, and I'm going to keep playing, and <laughs> let's go. It's That's the, you one know? of the best things about it, too, is that, like, if you die, you don't have to sit there and watch the whole round. Yeah, like, it's not like just, a Counter-Strike round where you're just like, all right, I got to wait for this. Now there's two right. or three rounds. It's like, no, you're done, you're done. Every game on it is on its own, exactly, essentially. Right. And the only reason it's able to do that is because it's so fucking popular. Like, mm-hmm. a game where you have yeah. to fill a lobby with 100 people. Seems insane, but when there's over a million people playing at any given moment, it's, no, no problem with that. You're fine. And it's the, the crazy thing is that the amount of jank and the amount of like weirdness that this game had when it first came out, it shouldn't have been as popular as it was. Yeah, I mean, they like, just introduced introduced vaulting. Yeah, yeah, which like, was like a no brainer. I just remember like seeing people load in and just hearing the like the vomit from the internet and the while you're in the plane, just people <laughs> oh, just yeah. spewing the most awful things. Yeah, just like what is this? And then, then you, you just kind of go out into the world. It's like, oh wait, there's something. Yeah, to you this. hit the like, ground. Now I get the, to kill that asshole. Yeah, yeah, all the buildings look like piles of melted ice cream. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> China is number one. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. China. And, and, yeah. It's, and it's, <laughs> it spawned a whole slew of. Knockoff yeah. games yeah. like Fortnite is a huge it's game. A Fortnite right one. Uh, they just announced Paladins is actually has a, a Paladins has a game that's straight up called Battlegrounds now. Like yeah, Paladin they, Battlegrounds. Uh, so yeah, people are just gonna rip it off. It's, also, it's gonna be the new thing. Also, they announced the DLC for Dying Light. Huh. And that, that's yeah, that makes the sense. The first person zombie game. They are gonna have a Battlegrounds Jesus Christ. mode in that. Of course they are. Which is it's a great game. So I can't wait to see that. Yeah. PUBG. PUBG. Pub fucking jizzle. Bravo. Uh, the next one on our list is a game that I have not personally played, but kind of crept up on us in the last month or so. Uh, what remains of Edith Finch? Mm. I don't mm. even fucking know what that is. Mm. <laughs> it is a yeah, not a game. a game for you, Ken. Yeah, it's a game you wouldn't play. It's, it's a, a storyboard game. Yeah, it's essentially. Uh, yeah, it's a walk and listen. Yeah, it's a walk and listen. It's just like Gone Home, yeah. but better. Yeah, well, I don't know if I would say it's. Oh. It it does a different it's a stroll it does a game. different yeah. thing than yes. Gone Home. Gone Home, you kind of make your own little story as you go on. Mm-hmm. Edith Finch tells you that. Yeah, story. it's a little more linear for sure for little, the entire time. Yeah, a little less uh, digging, but uh, I guess it's weird. It's very fucking weird. Uh, do you like take over animals and do like random shit? Too? Yeah, there's a bunch of weird mini games. I don't. Do you want me to explain the premise a little bit without? 
like I mean, I think spoiling we'll be it a little bit. It a little bit later in one of our other categories, anyways. Yeah, so. I'll just talk a little bit. It's basically uh, a game that you play through. Oh fuck! All right, uh, <laughs> it's, it's really tough. hard not to. Uh, <laughs> hmm. Isn't it? Hmm. It's it's a it's a it's basically a game about hidden uh, secrets and families and the weirdness that ensues uh, therein. Like you know when you're a kid uh, and like you know weird shits going on and your parents aren't really giving you the fucking straight mm-hmm. and dirty on it. Yeah, it's kind of the whole theme of that game is that you're exploring this bizarro fucking house about a bizarro family and kind of like uncovering those secrets that you know you thought existed as a kid and coming back with an adult perspective yeah and like trying to piece it all together That's a great way great way to put it that sounds awesome yeah and, i'm definitely going to play this game after hearing you guys talk about and it and like the main menu is is essentially just your journal and it's got your family tree like there and you're filling in gaps within that That's like cool. ancestral like type of thing within your yeah it's yeah, and it's, and it's weird. It's yeah, it's like a book of short stories, hmm. kind of. Yeah, and they're yeah. all very different. Yep, all very different. Yeah, they look different. They play different, and it ranges from what the nineteen thirties all the way up until past two. Yeah, until two. Yeah, until two thousand seventeen. Yeah, um, crazy. It's fucking weird. It's so cool. Yeah, definitely not a Kenny game. But it's got a it's no. got a very mist like approach to it with the environment that you're in too, mm. like. Like, cause you're not pixel hunting. <laughs> well, you're, you're, sort no, of, but you're, not really. You're not like it's it's very linear. It doesn't seem like it, cause you seem very confused and like you don't really know where you should go. But like all of a sudden you go in the right direction, and then something tells you to go in another direction. And by the time you know it, you're like working your way up this huge vertical house, which is kind of the centerpiece of the entire game, which. I'm sure you've probably seen yeah. a picture of what the house looks like. I've seen screenshots of it, but I haven't actually played any of it yet. Right, right. Yeah. Cool. Great game. Play that shit. Unbelievable. Yep. Very it's cool. on my list. Very cool. Uh, up next is a game that we were just playing and that is on my personal best of the year. Uh, Cuphead. Uh, there isn't a game that really has more of a cohesive style than Cuphead does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's very 1930s cartoons, all the music, all the voiceovers, everything. Uh, the crazy thing about it is we've known this for a long time, but how well the game actually plays. It feels very fair, uh, very, and it's just fun. Like it, It's got that, when you fail, you know why you failed, and there's a very good reason. You just, it, it's got that Dark Souls thing where it's just And like, you want to keep playing. Yeah. And you, yeah, and it's just, all right, one more time, one yeah. more time, one more time. Um, and it just looks absolutely insane. Like, all these bosses are hand-drawn with multiple phases. And just getting to the next phase, you're just like, what the heck is this going to look like? What is it going to be? And I haven't found anything that really does that, like, like Cuphead does. And It's a 1930s cartoon in 4K. Yeah, 1930s <laughs> cartoon in 4K without the racism. Yeah. yeah. That's or subtleties of racism, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, it seems really cool. I'm, yeah, it's I'd very hard. I played a small amount of it, and it's yeah. We, like, we beat the first few bosses like yeah. before this podcast, and it was it was a good time. I want to play more. The music is amazing. Yeah, yeah. it's so good. Foot and the dance. dancing too. Swanky yeah. jazz. That plant. And dancing. yeah, all of all of the all the bosses have like these weird idol animations. Like some of them are dancing and throwing their hands up and doing all these crazy. It's just it's really cool. 
So yeah, Cuphead. Well done, Cuphead. Cuphead. Yeah. Uh, 17,000 years in the making. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Um, up next is a game that technically didn't release this year, uh, but it's in early access. It came out around March. A game called Dead Cells. I've put about a hundred hours into this game. It's a it's a uh, procedurally built Castlevania alike, with lots of fun weapons and uh, very similar concept to like Rogue Legacy, where the more you play, the more you unlock, and the better you can be. Um, one of the most fun games I've played in a long time. Uh, hmm. Like I said, I put over 100 hours into it, and it's in Early Access. Uh, one of the few games that I actually enjoyed playing in Early Access, because every time they would update something, it was just like they would change a ton, and it would just make the game better in almost every single way. Um, crazy, like, it looks like a, a Castlevania game, but it has a bunch of particle effects from normal games and stuff like that, newer games. So it just looks absolutely insane. Uh, great, great pixel art. And like crazy particle effects with like flames and stuff like that. And yeah, it, I remember one of our earlier podcasts. You had started playing it right when it came out, but then they introduced something like electricity or something. Yeah, it was and, like the the flame stuff. Yeah, yeah. and then all the elemental stuff, and, and just it's great. I haven't played it probably in a month or two because I've been playing other things, but I'm kind of just waiting for that game to come out officially, and then I'll yeah. I've gotten to the the last boss in that game like three times, and still haven't been able to beat it. So we'll see. Yeah. It's it's really good. That's I'm gonna cool. Play the fucking bejesus out of that game uh -huh. when I get it. Uh, it just looks so cool. I still remember the first time I saw it at PAX. I just happened to come upon it because it was just had really cool art and it was on one of the ends, like uh, you know, of the rows. And I was like, yep. "Oh, that looks fucking cool." And then I played it. And I was like, "Oh, this is very fucking cool." Mm -hmm. um, and I didn't expect it to like gain that much attention and po I just thought it was I, I had no idea I just thought it was some random I guess it was some random fucking game but it just caught on like it had the uh, had the fucking chops to to hang and people fucking love it so fuck yeah that's yeah. good and now we're, we're gonna break into our top three here oh top three top three so uh, coming in at number three is a game that we most of us have played I don't think Kenny has played this game yet but um, Wolfenstein 2 the new Colossus. What a great name. Oh, I've had the fucking theme song stuck in my head yeah. from the main menu for like two weeks. I will say it has the, the worst credit cover I've ever heard in my life. Oh my god, it, it ruined. It is so bad. It was actually... Well, well, no, 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 so no, no, oh, it's no. so bad. Um, but it has one of the best stories in video games that I've ever played. Yeah. Uh, like I those, mean, those the, places. The acting in it was yep. fucking unreal. Like, it was Uncharted, but a little bit better acting, yeah. Yeah. I want to say. Like, well, it's, like yes. across the board. Mm -hmm. I'm talking, like, not just main character. Like, across the board, everybody that said something, you wanted to fucking listen to what they were saying. Yeah, yeah, everything is delivered uh, passionately. Yeah. All the characters. The um, What's that black lady's name? She's amazing. Grace, I think. Grace, yeah. yeah. Yep. She's, She's fucking incredible. outstanding. And Absolutely you don't even incredible. meet her till like, you know, not, maybe not halfway, like, but it's a, it's a good... A third of the way, probably, yeah. yeah. Um, you meet her, and she's kind of the one that, like, motivates your whole team. It also does things like, uh, maybe some mild spoilers here, but it does things in that game that you would not expect. Uh, the story takes... There's a, a pivotal point in the middle of the story where it's just kind of like, what happened? Yeah. 
Uh, we'll probably get into a little bit more spoiler stuff later when we talk about best moment. Yep. Um, because there's like twelve of them. In yeah. The, yeah. We could have so, picked all of the moments in, at the yeah. in the second half of Wolfenstein for that category. But yeah, and I, I think the setting uh, really is the main sort of thing that mm-hmm. pushes it through the next level for me because it's it's fucking crazy. It's Which like, is where the first one was so y- great too. Yeah, but it, it yes, and it brings the point home by being set. Uh, in America, which is yep. nuts, because you see yep. things you're you know familiar with that have been you know altered for the worst, and then yep. when the people in the South kind of get taken over and don't really give a fuck about it and kind of get on board yeah, with then it, the Nazis just you're like, give control of the huh. KKK and they control the you're South. Like, huh. Very political. Huh. <laughs> That's fucking interesting. And you can just kind of you walk around you you're walking around Roswell with a a nuclear bomb and a fire extinguisher. And listening yeah. to KKK members talking about how they're trying to learn German to impress Nazis and uh, going to the slave auction later and, and stuff like It's just absolutely crazy. Yeah, there was a whole Area 51 scene that kind of blew my mind that it was going to Area 51 in yep. that game. And then Super Spesh. He's an incredible character. Uh, super <laughs> obsessed with freaking aliens and stuff. <laughs> yeah. uh, when One of my favorite scenes from him is... Uh, after you go and save him from New Orleans, you go back to the ship, uh, which you're on a U-boat that you have stolen from the Nazis. And his reaction to just finding a working toilet is absolutely incredible. Yeah. It's so funny. He, like, falls to his knees, yeah. right? Yeah. And what does he call the toilet paper? Oh, God, he calls it something, something so incredible. Funny. Yeah. It's, it's, He's like, wait, you have butt, you have butt wipe? Yeah. <laughs> butt wipe? Oh, yeah. Fuck! There's so many good moments in that game. Yeah. Um, but we will probably spoil a little bit of, of some of the crazier parts later on in our best moment category. Yeah, I just, I wish it, I think it plays fine. I just wish. It, some needed, of the level designs It, it needed to play a little. Yeah, I mean, the the first one, or the, fine. the new order, yeah. the level design was, was off great. the charts. Was good. great. Uh, for stealth-related things, which, which is a big part of Wolfenstein 2, it could have been a lot better. And just the uh, flow of some I of ended levels. up doing what you did, which I, when you first said it, I was like, why the fuck is he doing that? Like, he should take his time. But I ended up having to bring it down to the easiest difficulty just so I could make my way through it at a fun pace. Yep. Instead of a Dark Souls pace. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and there's definitely peaks and valleys in that game. The, they got kind of up their own ass with it when it comes to difficulty settings. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, also, some of the level design, you just half the time it, I would get to some levels and just not know where to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there was some. Well, bad the waypoint spots. system wasn't that great either. It was garbage. Like, you'd yeah. have to like spin around three times to find like the little tiny markers through the walls that you were trying to yeah, look for. I don't for, know so. why they chose to do that the way they did. Yeah, it surfaces the most in that New York part and all those collapsed buildings. Yeah, it's yeah. so bad. It's like, yeah. w- what am I even doing? Yeah. But even with that kind it's of still bad insane. shit, it's just yeah. it was mind-blowingly ridiculous. I, I actually beat, I beat it twice since the last time we had a podcast. Uh, I beat it first time with Wyatt, second time with Fergus. Not a significant difference between the two of them. Uh, very, very subtle. Uh, you essentially have to do one different mission, and you get a couple of different cutscenes, and that's about it. Um, I preferred the Fergus one to the Wyatt one, uh, although I will say that the end, the very last credit scene with Wyatt is better than the Fergus one. That that was my fav- one of my favorite parts of the game, that end scene with Wyatt. So yep. I'm interested to see the Fergus portion of it. Yeah. So Wolfenstein 2. Wolfenstein 2. Yay. Oh, and by the Incredible. way, the the soundtrack, it's 
fucking awesome. The fucking yeah, theme. The yeah. theme is so good. The, Jesus. Yeah, that's the <laughs> credit theme is the worst. Yeah. But no, no, I mean the 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 like the, the the main menu. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. so good. You, have to, like you, you, you have to wait like a minute for it to start yeah. playing too. Yeah, you kind of just have to sit there. I want to kill Nazis. It's I like what they in this game too. They they kind of. Because in the first, in the new order, the tone was kind of all over the place. So sometimes he was sad, sometimes he was happy, and it was kind of just a weird thing. This game, they they kind of put all the sad at the beginning, and then at the end, they kind of bring it back, and then he just becomes like a better person, basically. Yeah. 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 Um, but there's story reasons for that. But it, I, I appreciated that they kept the tone a little bit easier. All right, now moving up to our number two game, uh, Super Mario Odyssey. Yeah, <laughs> boy. It's just a joy to play. Uh, it's what it boils. It looks really, really good, especially running on a Switch. Yeah. Uh, in handheld mode, it looks crazy, and there's really no difference between handheld and, and docked mode. And uh, it's five gigs somehow. It's somehow only five gigs. Um, it's super, super fun to play. Um, they, they just loaded that world with so much to do, even after you've beaten the main storyline. Um, a lot of cool surprising moments in there. Uh, you go to New Dong City and uh, meet Pauline and go through an entire weird Donkey Kong level that is just incredible and crazy music going on. It's so different from previous Mario games. You have like full band stuff and just it's just a crazy weird package. Yeah, there's yeah. a like a lifelike dragon fight at one point in the game. Uh, you get to possess Bowser. Which yeah, is I really mean, fun. just the, like, the possession power itself is is very creative and new and strange, and it lends itself to tons of new gameplay opportunities in all the different worlds. You know, I, the highlight for me, I like that the stretchy caterpillar one. Yeah, that one's that great. One's I love that one. I like the one that like the weird beak one too. Yeah, the, to, like, the springer. Yeah, the springer. Or guy. just the forks yeah. in uh, the, the forks, yeah. kingdom. I like the forks a little better than the springy bird because they go a little bit higher. Yeah, but it's the same thing. You just like pull but the, the springy stick. bird. You could pick whatever spot you yeah, want. Yeah, pull the yeah. stick down and just launch it up and it's like those little doorstop fucking things. Little. I was yeah, exactly. I was a little skeptical about the cappy type stuff in that game because yeah, I, like, I really like being know. Mario in my Mario games. So. True. I had a really weird feeling about like taking over things and that being the main game mechanic for a Mario game, but I was extremely impressed with all the different moves and things that you could do with it. Like it was just yeah, they kind of they they don't make you get too precise with any of it, which yeah. I think is why it works. You know, they don't require you to do like the jumping precision of like a Mario game. They mm -hmm. kind of let you fudge around with those mm -hmm. uh, different mechanics a little bit just to kind of have fun with them really than not yeah and like things like the little the little koopas like really the only thing after the first couple things that you have to do with them is take over one and jump on top of each other oh the, the, goombas? the goombas goombas, yes. goombas yeah yes. that's what I meant uh, yeah, you just jump on top of each other and walk over stacks to like a, stacks. a little lady yeah. that's that's looking for some goomba love yeah, and you get a moon for it. So you gotta get moons for the Goomba love, baby. <laughs> but yeah, there's always stuff to do. You don't need to go far or think too hard to find the moons or or interact with things. There's kind of like uh, Zelda. There's a lot of things you can just see that you're like, oh, that looks cool. Like I'm gonna go over there and and check that out. And it's usually worth the journey. And it's yeah. usually not too difficult. Uh, the main thing I like is the variety in the worlds. It's there's like zero 
cohesion or consistency. Yeah, none of any the. It seems it. like it's just like here's twelve worlds and here's twelve different designers take on the each world and none of them really they don't function well together. But as individual and part of their weird little story they wrote, it was cool. And because they they were given that freedom, every world has its own unique flavor and distinct feel to it. So you never really get bored. No. And the levels that that weren't as good as some of the other ones, you could kind of just move through quickly and get to the stuff you wanted to play. Yeah, I, yeah. I need to go back to it. I know there's more that unlocks when you finish it, and I, I maybe got like a third of the moons, probably. So yeah, I have. I'm the same boat. I, I, I beat the main storyline of it, and then if you get over a certain amount of moons, you can unlock another world and go do other things. And it seems really, really good in that aspect. Um, and if there wasn't seven thousand games to play this year, I probably yeah. would have went back to it. And they also did like justice to the water world. In, yes. Yeah. I like Mario games. Like usually, the water worlds water are sucked, usually, yeah. are the most yeah, the annoying. Bane of your existence. Like, the swimming in it was awesome. Like that. There was like that one lakeside one where you had to get that the big the champagne octopus. cup thing full. Yeah. Yeah. That that was one of my favorite levels. Yeah. Me in the too. Entire well, game. it helps when they let you control so a fish for the underground. That's always good. Um, and then uh, the other thing, the fucking motorboat squirter tuna thing. Oh, yeah, that one was fun. Yeah, yeah. The, the fish part was awesome. Like yeah. being able to swim around like, and just why grab the fuck coins not? and shit like that. You're like, oh, you want to enjoy the underwater part? Here, you're a fucking fish, right? <laughs> you don't, don't have worry to about air no more. So, yeah, Mario. Very cool. Number two game of, of the year. <sighs> number one, which you should probably figure out by now, is Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yeah. There isn't yep. a game that has made me appreciate being able to climb more than, than Zelda. Uh, trying to play Horizon Zero Dawn after I played Zelda, I was jumping on every wall and hitting invisible walls, and it pissed me off. Even trying to play Assassin's Creed, yep. I was like, why the fuck can't I just climb like Link? Yep. Like, <laughs> that's how well they nailed that. He's so strong. <laughs> He's such a strong boy. I will say, uh, the storyline... And the general, the bosses and stuff in Zelda were kind of weak. Yeah. But their world was better than any open world I've been in in a long time. But you probably ever. Ever. For really, me, yeah, ever. honestly. It, it is, Nintendo went it was out to like create playing Skyrim an open world for the first time, a complete open world, and they fucking did things that nobody has ever thought of. They made the towers it, actually worth going to. Where yeah. it's like, you... you it wasn't just to unlock stuff on your map. You actually had a good vantage point. You could see stuff from the towers, and it, it made a huge deal. Yeah. Um, just discovering things in that world was all a very unique experience. So I, the, the first time you saw one of the dragons flying around, you're like, what the hell is that? Mm-hmm. I want to go mess around with that. Or the first time you find a weird, like, fairy, uh, the weird fairy... The hell are called the little upgrade ladies. Yeah, the upgrade ladies. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you find one of those. Like yeah, you're like, what the fuck is what that? What the hell is going on here? And it doesn't like, look like any other fairy queen or, or no, whatever was, the fuck it is. From some of them are a little creepy too. But like, there were just I mean, so many layers to that game where it's just super fun. So much to it. Like it's just you can yeah, dump you, hundreds and hundreds of hours and still have fi- stuff to find. Like yeah, it's the 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 main thing about it was the create that they let you use in the freedom uh, that you get from the systems that the whole thing's based yeah, on. Yeah, because you get pretty, you get all of your abilities within the first, yeah, I mean, depending like on how quickly you minutes, play it. Yeah, yeah probably. Like, yeah, the first little tutorial area, basically, you get everything you need. And then you're free to roam and kind of build your own adventure. And you 
figure it out however you want. And mm-hmm. like shit like Eventide Island, where you the first time you find that, you're just like, what the hell is going on here? Mm-hmm. Or uh, finding one of the weird maze islands, or like, it's just so much to do and so much stuff. Like trying to figure out how the the Lost Forest works and and it's very vast too. It's like sprawling. It's on a yeah. huge scale compared. Like the only thing I can think of that even is comparable to it is Grand Theft Auto Five, but. Like, that game is so dense, but Zelda is, like, you know, there's... It doesn't look like there's a lot to do, but every corner you turn, there's... It's a Korok seed, or there's, like, a guy to talk to that'll give you a mission, or there's a a chest, or a, you know, a little, like, campsite with a bunch of bokoblins, and, like, there's something always to do. Yeah, it's... Yeah, I think that's the thing that makes it what it is is the system and yeah. the experimentation that you can do and the learning through trial of your own volition like you're not reading a guide or it's not telling you what to do you're just trying shit and kind of taking a mental note of it and then you can find how that thing might apply to another area and you're like oh I'm gonna try this weird thing and it, it might like how the metal you know attracts electricity and you can use mm-hmm. like weapon laying down weapons to make currents and the heat shit, like fires, make your uh, you know glider rise, and you can use fire in, in yep. weird and different ways. And then the physics of all the bombs the, and balls. Yeah, the, the, and the physics system was what the fuck was and the cooking that system, Zelda like just seen. being able to make things and, and combine things, and just just the the animation and the little music that plays when that is so delightful. <laughs> yeah, they they took a lot of the weird, like a lot of the standard RPG stuff, like get a better level weapon, get like this, get that. And they took that out of the equation with, like, the whole your weapons break. Like, they just yep. break and you just have to have a new one or get a new one. And, and they, they took... They, they, the weather effects and stuff, too, you have to, have to go get the right clothing to wear to be in snow or, ver- like, near lava. And, like, all of that stuff is just incredible that they... Plus, there's a fully functioning weather system and when you can't climb when it's raining. And, Fuck that shit. Oh, my God, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Fuck that I, I would still shit. climb. I was still, I yeah, was I would still trying to just kind of try to not fall. Yeah, <laughs> fuck the rain. The rain was annoying. Yes. Fucking time. Vampire. But it was a great feeling when you got to the top of something. Like even in the rain, yeah. when like you're trying to. get The other thing somewhere. is that it rewarded exploration. Most of the time, yeah. if you you took the time to get to the top of something, there was a Korok seed there. There was something to find. Something that was like, you know, I didn't just come here for no reason. It's like, oh wait, no, there's a special thing over here that I can go and and get this. Or yeah, it was just super fun oh there's a shrine here or there's a hidden shrine there yeah and you know what to be honest like if we had a category for it and and we were to select something with the best music of the year I would I would give it to Breath of the Wild it was very subtle it's like little piano tracks here and there every now and then but the closer you got towards stuff, it would dynamically change. Like mm, as yeah. you're as you're moving towards Super Hyrule smooth. Castle, all of a sudden the Legend of Zelda theme song is the overworld playing a little bit yeah. different. Like yeah, and that, the Bird Village too. There's a lot of cool uses of music there, mm-hmm. and that yeah. like, Sky Village. Yeah, and and even with like the enemies, which uh, the Guardians, one of my probably favorite like enemies. Yeah, they're really neat. In video games, just because they're so scary and unbeatable in the beginning of that game, and by the end of it, you're, you're, just, just, crushing them, yeah. you're just crushing them and getting tons of materials. But like the music that plays, that little music box, like... Yeah. It's, 
it's unreal. It's, it, it's such a cool experience. Fuck. Yeah, Zelda's a really good game. Fuck, I yeah. forgot. And I, yeah, I'm playing it in master mode still. Jesus. And I'm probably like, I have probably like close to 300 hours put into that game. Good yeah. lord. Like, yeah. That's a lot. All right. Yeah. It's just fun. Go, go, gadget Zelda. <laughs> Dang. Cool. So that's our top Ge- 10. Game of the year. Zelda taking it. Good job, Zelda. Zelda's pretty awesome. Good job. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on to some of our categories now. <laughs> I love it how we go from the best to... Uh... The worst. <laughs> Most disappointing well, not game. not the worst. It's not the worst. It's um, not the worst. Yeah, we don't actually have a worst category. I don't... Yeah, because we don't, I don't have feel like time we need to, to play no that. bad games. That's, that's very true. We don't have time to play bad games. All right, so most disappointing. Uh, we have a winner of this category, and we have a, a runner-up, I would runner say. Runner-up, yep. Um, Destiny 2 comes in as our most disappointing game God. this year. For sure. For sure. For as much promise as the first Destiny had and how good the Taken King was. The and the Rise of Iron. And Rise like, of Iron. That just that like one, yeah. wrapped that game into a whole little package that was awesome. Um, they made a lot of a lot of changes in Destiny 2. Um, some of them were for, for the better. Some of them were for the worse. Like the story. Uh, the story was better. Um, I forgot it. was yeah, good. But that's the problem is that it was too much of a video game story. It didn't. Hold water, really. The only yeah. thing I know is that there was like a fat, brute looking guy from Halo that put underpants on a planet and was trying to suck the special <laughs> power of the planet out with the underpants. Basically, yeah, okay. that's, that that plays. The Cabal that's dude. All I remember. Put something over, over the Traveler to try to kill the Traveler. And, and there's the like a bright sun engine or something at the end. I did like yeah. the dialogue in the game for for what it's worth. Like between the yeah. between the main bad guy, which I don't remember his name. Uh, in the speaker, like yeah. the dialogue that they had throughout the story Grawl was or Grum, something like that. I don't remember his name now. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a good change, but then they completely fucked up the multiplayer yeah. aspect of that game. They went yeah. back to Destiny One original Destiny One. Yeah, and I mean, I never, I never was a fan of the Crucible really that much in the first Destiny, um, which is the competitive multiplayer, not the co-op stuff. Um, the second one, I, I tried to play it, and it honestly just felt like if you aren't using this very specific gun and you start shooting before the other person, you die. And uh, it got really annoying because I wasn't my gun wasn't a crazy uh, legendary or friggin' exotic gun at the time when I was trying to play it, and people right. were just rolling through me because right. they had played more of the game than me. It's everybody like is using Mita Multi Tool. Yeah, but if yeah. you're in a I will say, and Todd can probably agree with this, like if you're in a group of four people playing a multiplayer game and you actually coordinate with each oh, other, I'm sure it's great. You pretty much roll on everybody. Yeah, you have to have two people shooting at the same guy at the yeah. same time. <laughs> before, at, yeah, and then you win that fight because yeah. the numbers add up. <laughs> and that's that, that's what it, it wasn't less about. Like if, if they see you first, if they shoot first, you die, and there's nothing you can really do about yeah. it. It just annoyed me. Yeah. Whereas I feel like in Call of Duty, if I turn around quick enough and I can get a headshot off, he's dead. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. And they and they missed the mark on stupid little things like, uh, like the Festival of Light, which is their like, which is their like Halloween event that they've oh, yeah. had in Destiny yeah. One forever. And the game came out in what August, late August, September, September, early September. I think so. Like, and they didn't have their Halloween event. Like, that's a yeah. big draw to that game. I they did have the winter event, but that was very lackluster. It didn't have. Like some of the key points in it, like the Sparrow Racing League and shit like that. So mm-hmm. they just took all the stuff they learned in Destiny One and decided to for- fucking forget it 
and start from scratch again, which is, it's just dumb. Yeah. Like, I don't know why they did that. They also just give you too many exotics in that game. Where, where you have the, all, yeah. Yeah, it felt like in the first Destiny, when you got an exotic, it was a thing. Like, it was like, oh, sweet, I got this exotic, I'm going to pump stuff into it, I'm going to use it. But I had, like, every exotic I wanted before, like, starting the end game, basically. Yeah. Well, so it got to a point where it's like, there's nothing for me to grind that I even want to do anymore. Yeah, you have the, you have the legendary shard... Um, form of currency which yeah. the only thing to spend it on is exotic weapons once yeah. a week from Zer, which or eventually like, you're going to get all of them yeah. and only a few of them are yeah good. that was one of my biggest letdowns about it was the the devaluation of yeah. the loot because you got like the fucking tokens that you would bring yeah. to the vendors and they wouldn't even level up yeah. yeah I mean like you get so much of the loot so fast um, yeah you basically I don't know you within like a week and a half, two weeks, I had everything I needed. And yep. then you're just like, oh, let me get one with a higher number so I can, I can just feed it into this yep. thing. And then that's that. Like, okay. So there's no loot hunting at max level. And then there's also nothing to do at max level. Yeah, so if I go play public events and get, like, certain things. One thing I will say that they fixed in this one is the the idea of a clan. Uh, the clan stuff and the clan rewards was actually really cool. Mm-hmm. Um but then they also have like bright ingrams and bright dust and all this other crap that you could pay for. Yeah, and, that I think that was uh, done well though, except okay. for except for the Christmas event that they just had because most of the stuff was locked behind like that paywall of yeah. bright ingrams. And, and they did that last time dust. too. They just don't learn their lesson from this shit. Right. Bunch of fuck boys. Yeah. So Destiny Two, we liked it and we were disappointed by it. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. never stopped playing a game faster than that. Like for how much I was into it. It'd be like me like playing Diablo three, getting like wicked into it, and then just like, oh, there's nothing to do. Yeah. <laughs> See ya. Yeah. yeah. Sales deflated. The problem is like in a couple of years it's probably gonna be awesome. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean we'll I see. I mean the first one was, so why wouldn't the second one be? Yeah. <laughs> if they learn their lessons. Let's like hope they, they, the they can time. they can turn it around. I mean, yeah. So anyways, the other, the other game, honorable mention for most disappointing, was uh, a late entry from Todd here, uh, Mario plus Rabbids. Yeah, Mario. Uh, which uh, I thought was most surprising because that game looked like it was going to be bad when it had Rabbids in it in the first place. But it was a functional game, but apparently... It's a, it's a very good game, honestly. Until yeah. uh, about three quarters of the way through, uh, they start throwing really annoying enemies at you uh that can like teleport and do these like really high damage things that have a very high level of randomization Hmm. uh so you can lose battles like unexpectedly very quickly and it feels like it has a lot to do with dice rolls Mm. which is kind of crummy i mean it's kind of a part to those kind of you know yeah xcom was very dice rolly though yeah it's kind of a part of those turn-based sort of games but like for how happy the game is and like how much joy you have like tossing your characters around the map and doing like these weird special moves and all this fun stuff yeah and rabbit peach my boo um (laughs) taking selfies it just ah it gets fucking fiddly and fucking tedious at the end and it just it just it felt like it wasn't respecting my time in a good way i was like like i just want to progress and like kind of have fun and it's like I actually have to do like a deep dive and like go in and play all these other characters probably and figure out exactly how to do this thing and I was like I think I'm good yeah I think I'm good I actually uh, picked that up from my wife for Christmas so I'll probably 
start that at least. It's a fucking great game. She's absolutely loving it. She's it, dumped 30, 40 hours yeah, into it. Yeah, it's really so. good. It's really good. I, I probably, I'll probably finish it. I bet I'll have more fun. I just need to play another character that I've been too stubborn to play. I've been playing like the same like four or five. Probably yeah. need to explore the other ones, but oh, God, it just gets so annoying at the end. Well, yeah, most disappointing of the year. That's too bad. Destiny 2 and yeah. Mario Plus I just Rides. wish it was a little easier for how fucking friendly and fun and, and shit it looks. Yeah. And like the easy mode on it just gives you more health. It doesn't make anything actually easier. So <laughs> it's like, hmm, eh, sure. That's weird. Yep. All right, most disappointing. Destiny 2, Mario Plus Rabbids. All right, next is our most surprising Ooh. of the year. Mm-hmm. And topping out that category is the Nintendo Switch. Because... Fuck yeah. Nintendo so didn't fuck because up. I mean, fuck they yeah. fucked up, but they made an awesome console in the process. Yeah. They still don't know how to do online. They still don't know what a friends list is. It doesn't matter with that. Or but, yeah. But they made a portable... They made a console that with a gimmick that works, whereas the last two, the gimmick has fallen off very quickly. Yeah, it's not It's not too much of a gimmick, because I'd honestly say like it's been since the GameCube, since I bought a Nintendo console like i've owned i've owned the i didn't own the wii but i owned the wii u for like a short amount of time to only to play like a few games on it but it's a gimmick that makes a fucking difference Mm -hmm. when you when you play video games like like todd but they also yeah how 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 often do you play the switch on your tv probably 10 to 15 percent of the time yeah Yeah. basically yeah i don't that's one of the best things is that now I have an Xbox One X that is hooked up to my TV. And I also have a Switch that's hooked up to my TV. But I don't have to give my wife the TV to play her Switch. I can just hand her the Switch and continue to play my Xbox. One of the best things ever. Uh, also, I'm assuming great for children. Yeah. Um, yep. It's- yeah. Um, but they did, that being said, they did fuck up a lot of things that they probably shouldn't have fucked up. Whereas you look at... Like there's no Bluetooth support so you, for for Bluetooth headphones on, on yeah that's like that. that's weak. Uh, there's their online support. There's no like way to just like lock someone out of your account. Like anybody can just play as anybody on the Switch at all mm-hmm. points in time. Um, and their online friend code thing just needs to go away. Like which they got rid of for the Wii U, and then they and brought it back again. Conveniently, fucking brought it back again. Yeah. So Nintendo needs to learn how to do that shit. But in the process, they've made one of the most accessible consoles in a long time. Yeah. And it has a growing library that's really impressive. Yeah, and you can also play Skyrim and Doom and Wolfenstein on it, which is not like any other no. Nintendo console. It's no. crazy. Like, they have support from other, like, third-party companies that never thought about bringing their games to Nintendo. And they're bringing games I think out, it's huge. like, SteamWorld Dig 2 and Golf Story, which you would not normally see on something like this. Yeah, but... Like, and being able to take that portable... It's yeah. just a great thing. Because it sells. That's the best thing, is yep. that it actually sold, and then developers... Fastest-selling console of all time. Yeah, developers saw that it yep. sold, and it's getting tons of indie game support, which and is And you can dope. also play the game of the year on it. Yeah. In your fucking two, bed. Two of the three games of the year on the <laughs> Switch. Yeah. So yeah. There you go. I dumped a dozen hours of Skyrim this I week. It. I believe it. Because that the game is on awesome. the Switch. Yeah. Fuck the it. Switch. YOLO. Yeah. All right. Uh, we got some couple of uh, other runner-ups here. Uh, what do we got? PUBG was a huge surprise this year. Yeah. No one was expecting an Arma mod to be, come out with their own game and, and take over the world. Came out of fucking nowhere. And Surprised I liked it, too. Yeah, exactly. And then Assassin's Creed Origins... How good they did with that extra year Thank was a Christ. pretty big surprise. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
because uh, Syndicate, for all intents and purposes, was a decent game, but it was too similar to the two previous games. And they seem to have gone back to the well here and, and tried to take things from other games that Ubisoft has been using with their new loot system and stuff yeah, like for that. Sure. And they've done a really good job at revitalizing that franchise. Yeah, that was a, that was a huge thing with the loot system. Like you could keep the weapon that you liked and just upgrade it instead of being forced to use something else. Cool. So that's our most surprising of the year. Fuck yeah! All right, the next section is our best moment of the year. So there will be a uh, some spoilers in this section, uh, particularly for Wolfenstein Two. Um, one of the big spoilers in the very like pivotal part of the game. So uh, if you do not want to hear spoilers for Wolfenstein 2, you should probably skip ahead a little bit. There will also be some PUBG spoilers, so yeah, close yeah. your ears for those. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so our moment of the year is Wolfenstein 2. Uh, there's a part in that game when you straight up die. They yeah. cut your head off. Your head falls into a fiery pit. And then you see... A drone come and grab your head, somehow get it into a nice liquid-filled box and hook you up, and then give you a new Nazi body and transplant your head onto that body. Yeah. Like, it's, what the hell? It's pretty amazing. And that's the point in the game where like, the first part of the game, you have 50 health. You're dying, pretty much. You have 50 health, and you know, if you've that. ever played a Wolfenstein game before, you know you start with 100 health. Yep. And this is what, like three quarters through the game that this happens? No, it's about halfway. Probably it's half. about halfway. Yeah, about halfway. it's half. But still, you go halfway through the game with not full health. Yep. And yep. then you get your head chopped off and attached to a different body, and all of a sudden you have full health and a new perk that you get to choose from. Yep. While you're ahead, and the reason how you choose it is by blinking once or twice so they can understand. <laughs> From a jar. From a jar, exactly. Your head is in a fucking jar. There's also an entire scene before that where you think, it being, an, it being a video game, that you, you're in a courtroom scene and you just break out of the courtroom scene, kill everyone in the courtroom, which is an awful gameplay section. Oh, it's so hard. But then... You wake up from a dream, and you're just like, oh, wait, no, that didn't happen. And then they cut your fucking head off <laughs> on live television. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. That drone save, though. The slow-mo. <laughs> yeah. Right yeah. before it goes in the fire, it just catches it. All, all, all the characters. It's like a so switch good. and bait, too. He, like, yeah. he catches the head, then yeah, drops, and then he like, drops like, another. The, drops the like, other uh, uh, imposter like, head. <laughs> so the imposter head falls into the fire, and the thing just goes... <laughs> Through the little tunnel. They're like, we have to go faster. We have to get the head to the jaw. We have two seconds. And the cool thing about that, too, is that I didn't notice it until after it happened, but there's a lot of foreshadowing for that, too. Oh, they yeah. Show, they show a, a cat with, a, like, a monkey body that they did the same thing like yeah. early in that. Yeah. You can actually find that body before you actually get there, and there's a, a headless Nazi super soldier body that just exists on the freaking sub, which I didn't see. Um, yeah, but it's I, crazy to go back and see that shit. I knew yeah. that was actually going to... I noticed that foreshadowing as they were wheeling you out on that platform. And oh, when I yeah. saw the guillotine thing, I was like, yeah. they're, they're fucking picking his head up somehow yeah. and reattaching it. But I did not expect the drone. No, <laughs> the no. drone catch bait and switch. That was, yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Okay. That's one of like 10 moments in that game that are just absolutely insane. Yeah. It's fucking yeah. ridiculous. Um, like, I mean, you might as well mention... Yeah. yeah. No. Well, I mean, right, should we? Should I don't we want to talk any too many more spoilers. All right. About all right. It. All right. That's, that's, that's fine. It's kind of a huge one anyway. But yeah, there's so uh, many good ones. So 
we've got four in this category. So the What's next one is getting a chicken dinner in PUBG. <laughs> it's a great fucking moment. It's the best thing I ever. I had not experienced this until I saw Kenny. Chicken dinner. Get a chicken dinner at Todd's house over our Christmas break. And it was incredible. Getting it, it's it's it we had all the chips stacked against us. We were hammered, yeah. first of all, <laughs> for that. Uh my computer didn't load the game. So I got uh so if that happens you cross the whole map in the plane and get ejected at the very end with all the other AFK people. Mm-hmm. Uh so as I was falling from the plane, I regained control and the game actually loaded. Um and was there anybody else over there, Kenny? No. No, we didn't see anyone until we were the last three people alive. Okay, so yeah, yeah, we basically looted for 10, 15 minutes. It was like the most boring fucking thing ever. And we were uh, in the circle. We, we were in yeah, the you, circle. You landed directly in the circle. Yeah, we great. were in the circle the yep. entire time, so we just kept looting and looting. And we didn't even really get anything that amazing. We got a lot of ammo. Uh, some 2X scopes, Some 2X scopes. Couldn't get a, yeah, we couldn't get a scope. The no. whole time, didn't get a scope. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, we're in the top 20. We're like, hmm, shit. All right, top 15. Like, uh, top 10. Like, all right, Kenny, like, let's buckle up and actually try this. We still didn't fucking see anyone because we were oriented so perfectly in the back end of the way the circle was like yeah. shrinking that we knew there was no one behind us. Right. Um, <laughs> so we just kept posing like top five. We're like, all right, hearts beating. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck, shit. Like, let's just stand here. And then what? You, you did you even shoot? I think you just got popped, right? I was running to cover and I got taken down. Yeah, yeah. And, and you saw him. Uh, yeah, I saw him <laughs> yeah. and I ran behind a rock. And I think there was four people left, and then three. And there was three people. I was one of them. And then I saw the other guy. And our friend Mark was like, "Don't shoot him! Don't shoot him! Don't shoot him!" And sure as shit, he walks like beyond my vision. Then pop, pop, pop. He's dead. So there's two. It's just me and another guy. And we're creeping around a corner. Yep. And, and then I he's saw hiding him. behind a tree. He's behind a tree. And then I. <laughs> Fucking fired a shot in burst fire. And Mark's like, turn off the fucking burst fire. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I was like, all right, all right, single fire, single fire. He still didn't see me. Then he turned around, saw me, fired a couple shots, and then bop, bop, right boom. In the head, chicken him. dinner. Dead. Chicken oh. dinner. The do We screamed. We it was jumped. Great. It was great. We, my heart was at probably like 180 BPMs for the next like five <laughs> minutes outside. I'm just like, holy fuck. And Kenny's like, I don't fucking believe this. This is like, what? Chicken dinner. Chicken dinner. I was like, dude, fucking chicken dinner. It's the talk of the night. Yep. Talk of the week. Fuck. It was great. Chicken. It's the only That's... time I've ever won in solo or duo. I've, uh, only, I've only won in squad before. I've never won. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you're in squad, it's just like, yeah, I usually Some, do like somebody sort else. of something. Yeah. Somebody, somebody else is you. like, yeah. oh, I got a sniper and I'm killing everybody. Yeah. And you're no. like, yeah, it's cool. I'm just hanging was... out in this building. Like, circles closing down on me. <laughs> yeah. If anyone comes in, I'll shotgun them. Promise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This was just a good strong win so yeah best moment getting a chicken dinner fuck off it's great <laughs> mm-hmm. oh it's so good um the next the next moment on our list here is from edith finch and it's one that todd added so i'll let you talk about that <sighs> i don't know how i would really love to fucking spoil the hell out of this right get now. down to the meat and potatoes of it uh talking about the lewis thing yeah right? yeah it's the lewis scene it's one of the last ones uh in the game He's like this weird... I guess I'll explain a little bit of it. Might as well. It's not going to be too spoilery. Yeah, I mean, no. I mean, you can start out with what you're doing at the time. Yeah, yeah. I won't won't fully explain the end of of what happens. Uh, But basically, you're like this kind of burnout pothead 
uh, dude who like gets a job at like a factory doing a really a cannery. Yeah, a cannery, like a fish cannery. So he's just chopping like fish and like putting him on a conveyor belt. It's a super mundane job. And it, the game gives you control of that. So you're just like grabbing fish like with your right hand and then like throwing him into this like, it's like cutter a thing that chops the head thing. off. Yeah, and then you throw it onto this conveyor belt. And it's uh, the story's getting narrated through a letter by his psychiatrist. And she's just like talking about like how like he goes uh, to rehab basically and goes back to work uh, like sober for the first time and uh, kind of gets bored with the mundaneness of his job uh, and starts daydreaming during his job. So what happens is, is like you're still controlling this like fish cutting thing as you're playing. And then this like a like a third of the screen kind of gets clouded out and then it pops up like a top down isometric control view of like a dude in like a set of like hallways. Yeah. So you start like navigating through this space (laughs) While you're like chopping the fish, and this lady's like <laughs> narrating, uh, and then it just kind of just gets insane after that. And I'm not gonna elaborate. Yeah, you, you're on using that, both but... sticks. Like you're you're still seeing your hand, yeah. like pull the fish out of the thing, chop the head off, and throw it. But yeah, there's that little cloudy area that you're. Just <laughs> yeah, doing so other you're basically like doing his day job and playing his daydream at the same time. And it's fucking awesome. And it goes crazy. to a very cool it's extreme. So a very cool extreme. It's fucking I'm definitely going to play the hell out of that game. Too. Yeah, you're going to shit a log when you see how that sequence ends. You're just going to be like, holy fuck. <laughs> fuck. It's fucked. Fuck. Fuck. Great. Sorry, that's a lot of fucks. Yeah. But it's crazy. It's, it was perfect Yeah, for, for that point in the game. Yeah. The soundtrack's amazing, too, in the last yeah. scene. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. The, the, the marching band. Chip, 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 chip. All right. So yeah. our last moment uh, for the year is uh, one from Ryan here. Uh, beating Destiny's raid room. Yeah. I did not do. Yeah. I mean that that was a a pivotal moment for my video game playing because like I've never played World of Warcraft. I've never played anything. I played Destiny 1, but I never played any raids before. So uh, going into the first raid in Destiny 2 was definitely a different experience for me. And you have six people, and you all have to fucking know what you're doing. It's not like it's not like five people can know what they're doing, and one person is just like, oh, yeah, just teach me, which it, it can happen. But, like, the amount of teamwork that's involved in it is something that I've never done in a video game. Ever. Ever. And there's three rooms, I think, in the raid. The first Destiny 2 raid before you get to the boss room, which we got to. But they're they're all so very different. I don't know if you've played any of them. I didn't play any of them. Yeah, they're, they're, they're so different and it requires so much like teamwork and and coordination that... Like I, I, I mean, I don't have to talk a lot about it. It's just no, something, it's just, I, no, yeah. something I've never done before. Yeah, so well, no, it was, it's it was the, very, very the feeling fun you cool. get when you're done with that. It's just like, wow, I accomplished something. Fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the hype, that hype moment. It's like the PUBG. Like yep. it's like the chicken dinner. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's the end of our best moment category. Coming up next is our best non 2017 game. Fuck yeah. So uh, 
something that I noticed while coming up with this list is we played a lot of games that didn't come out this year. Yeah, I played um, a fuck Oh, lot. yeah, for sure. Between uh, Kenny and his Diablo 3 obsession and Todd and his new Overwatch obsession um, and Ryan's continuing Division play. Yeah. We've played a lot of, uh, of older games here. Um, Kenny has some news about his Diablo 3, uh, I believe. It's the greatest game ever made. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. 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 Uh, top 35 in the Americas right now. And that's on the, the crazy solo, don't die. Solo hardcore crusader leaderboard. That's awesome. To get fucked. Top 35, Wait, guys. Solo meaning Means you're not playing with anybody just else. You're just going solo? Greater Rift 102. Oh, shit. 102? 102. Jeez. Just me. That's that's in my gigantic dong. Damn. <laughs> just flexing. Damn, homie. Uh, yeah, I did that last night. Fucking talk about stress. I believe it. Yeah. Like hardcore you, you Iron Man mode. You can't die. You're not allowed to die. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds you tough. You die, your character's gone forever. That sounds tough. <laughs> so yeah. I did that. Game's fucking awesome. Yep. They did a lot of good things this year with it. Necromancer. Necromancer came out, so there's new new content in 2017. Mm-hmm. Necromancer's cool, new class, some new content in the game. It's almost like Blizzard knows what they're doing. Yeah, and Force coming out sometime in the foreseeable future. They're <laughs> yeah. working on it. So. They're working on Diablo Four. Yeah, oh, no sugar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were. There was a bunch of hiring stuff that they had up online like mm-hmm. last year. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck yeah, they're Good. officially I'm, making it. I'm confident that they learned their mistakes in the. Launch of Diablo three that they're not going to make. Oh the yeah, same they won't. They'll probably fuck something that, up. I mean, uh, I mean, will. yeah, they'll fuck a few things. But it doesn't that matter. But they won't. They won't make they'll the fix same it. mistakes. Is what I'm saying. They'll which fix is, it. They which might. Is great. Well, they might fuck it up. They might bring the auction house back. You don't know. They yeah. might bring in game trading back. They just, yeah. Like there's so many things they've done. But it was it was the end game. There'll be lots. There'll be some type of loot box thing. They make too much money with Overwatch not to be loot boxes. Are fucking brutal. There will be. But loot boxes are counterproductive for Diablo because the whole point of the game is to grind loot. Yeah, yeah. So you can't loot box that. Like, true. I mean, cause, oh, it's like every fucking time you level up, you get a loot box. For but like, loot boxes are cosmetic in Overwatch. So if they did some sort of like could be cosmetic change, your transmogs or loot box to now what or you already like, owned, like uh, there's that only, would work. Like there's pets. There's like twenty three pets that would work. Twenty three, like total yeah. in the whole game. It's been out for six years. Yeah, yeah. There's nine or ten sets of wings. Like we have thirty three options for cosmetics. Like, yeah, that's well, the whole point of the maybe, season. Well, maybe they, they just start unlocking different skins for necromancers and stuff, and you this, start getting well, the skin all tra- game. It's and, all transmogs. But man. what do they have to change besides like make a new story and make different areas? New story, like, new. They do the whole that. Game. New tile new, set, new characters, like, yeah, yeah. New everything. Yeah, new they'll everything, do that, yeah. but they'll probably also How add are they cosmetics. Gonna bring to Diablo back. Again, more particles on the screen, how, more enemies. How how are they gonna do it again? <laughs> They'll do it because he just comes back every time. They'll do it. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, just, I mean, it's Diablo. Yeah. So then there's a bigger battery guy every time. Anywhere. There's still uh, multiple Lords of Hell that they haven't put in any of the games too. There's like four more. There you go. That's how they make so Diablo. There's four. new new bosses, but Diablo's yeah. got to be in it. It's the this fucking guy. Lord of Terror guy. On. Yeah. Fucking Diablo. Lord of Terror kid. <laughs> <laughs> it's Diablo right, train. All right, Ryan, talk to us about Division. What they do this year? Oh shit! They did a lot of stuff in the Division this year. I mean, so we're about we're it's a year three expansions in all three of them. They've got one more 2.0 update before they stop updating the game. 1.8 came out December 5th. I want to say. Uh, so I started playing it early the 
early this December after what I think it was two years ago the game came out I stopped playing it but they added uh, the underground which is a procedurally generated mission based system uh, kind of like Diablo where you can do different waves of missions. You can add modifiers like the skulls in Halo. Yeah, you you uh, described it kind of as uh, similar to like Call of Duty Zombies in a way. No, no, that, that's a different one. Oh, that's a different, that's a different one. one. Okay. So this is the un the, the underground is a little bit different. You select um, how many waves you want, which is like it could be a single wave fight, it could be a three this is wave like the fight. Mode one. Okay. Yeah, and. No, this isn't. It's no. It just creates a mission for you, a blank <laughs> slate mission. Way cooler than I. Uh, and it's all it. like a procedurally generated subway system. So you go down in there. You uh, you can select modifiers, like I said. To uh, when you use one of your skills, your entire HUD gets disrupted. Hmm. So you can't see like how much ammo you have, how much health you have. Uh, but it also adds bonuses to getting new gear, and. When you're when you're in the underground, there's also a thing that can happen where a new enemy type called the hunter will come after you, and it's not just one hunter; it's about like ten of them, maybe fifteen of them, and they're like the hardest enemy in the game that you could probably fight. So, uh, my friends, my friends and I have probably fought, tried to fight the hunters about seven or eight times. In one time, we locked ourselves like in this room and just fortified our entire area and finally beat all of them mm. and everybody dropped like a decent pair of loot because yeah. they also added a uh, type of gear because they had set pieces before now there's about 15 or so set pieces which like changed completely how you play the game hmm. now they have classified set pieces so like you have like the set of the nomad which is a certain set that uh, will help you rebuild health while you're playing, like health on kill, or just like your health regenerates faster and stuff like that. But now instead of a four piece set, they have six, uh, five and six piece set set bonuses. So if you get classified gear, you can kind of buff the rest of your set that you're looking for, and you can run two sets at once. But I mean, the game still plays exactly the same. Like it's a it's kind of like Still Wildlands. It, yeah. Really good shooting. Great cover-based system. They, just, uh, they, they give you a reason to play it. Yeah, they <laughs> give you a reason to play it. Like, there's there's end-game content for sure. And then there's the resistance mode, which I was talking about uh, uh, yeah. with you earlier, which is like Call of Duty Zombies. You start in a tiny room with however many players you're playing with, up to four, and uh, enemies drop, like, currency... And the first thing that you have to do with the currency is open up the door to this giant, like, wharf. With, like, all these ships around it and stuff. And then when you get into there, there are options to, like, uh, send up scanners to detect enemies before, before you can actually see them. Uh, there's options to go up into these towers. You have to use currency to unlock doors to go up to the top of the towers. But the end, end result of it is you have to open this big door fight a boss and and unlock this cash that will guarantee you like a better drop than like the equipment that you have so there's there's definitely a reason to play that yeah they definitely just ripped off call of duty zombies so it sounds exactly the same as that oh yeah for sure sounds fun for sure uh but it works well with that gameplay style and then 
They added a survival mode, which I played once, which is really cool. You only start with a pistol, and you have to stay warm by campfires and and so they like, added like, like that. Three different other games, basically. Yeah. And there's a PvP game. mode, which is essentially Call of Duty Domination. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in the dark zone, they put like three more sections to the upper part of the dark zone, and that's definitely the most fun to play. They re- mm-hmm. reworked the whole rogue system where. Like, you can't just shoot a random person by accident and go rogue. You have to manually go rogue to go mm. after other players. That's good. Cause that was that, the one time I played the Dark Zone that happened, I got killed so fast. Yeah, because like, oh, you accidentally shoot somebody, you go rogue, and then you're fucked. Yeah. Because yeah. there's, like, a whole team of people going after you. But, yeah, they, they fix that. They fix a lot of things. I've been playing it for about three weeks now, and pretty much every night I play it, I get a significant upgrade. That's my awesome. character so that drip drip yep yep they, that drizzle they they have played it out perfectly drip drizzle yep. i'm noticing a, a trend in these uh games it's called the drip drizzle yep <laughs> uh which overwatch also, yeah i would say uh this kind of wraps into our best post-release support too because true both blizzard and ubisoft have just been crushing it this year with their support yeah, I um, guess we can combine those. Yeah. We might as well. Because, I mean, Overwatch has been getting update after update with new characters, new levels, new uh, balance changes. It's been crazy. It's almost like they care about the people that are playing it. Yeah, almost. They just uh, keep nerfing the Mercy. That's yeah, all I, I know that. Yeah. It's so, good, though. I mean, it's, it's fine. She's, and, and nerfing Junkrat, too. It's yeah, fine. Thank good. God. Good. Yeah. She's Fucking. my favorite still. I'm I love her. sure she'll still be my favorite healer to uh, play, but she, she does need to brought the you know, get brought down some pegs. She's stupid. She's too fucking straight. Even, dude, if they even took her res off, like her just straight, like they needed to go back to the way it was. Beam heal is so fucking. They strong. need to make her res go back to charging and like getting back, like instead of just being like, oh, you get one every five fucking seconds. It's like, not five. It's thirty. It's, it's 30 fucking seconds. stupid, is what it is. Well, they took. Well, okay, they, <laughs> they went t- from fifteen seconds to twenty seconds. I think is what they just said, right? No, they're that's they're uh, reducing her uh, flight. In her oh, that's the Valkyrie. From twenty to yeah, fifteen. Okay. No, but they um, they're taking her her ult would reset her cooldown on her res, and it's not doing that anymore. It's just reducing the cooldown, so it will probably go from like thirty seconds down to like ten or five or something, which is yeah. significant. Uh, but anyway, Overwatch uh is fucking amazing. Yeah, like you said, they just keep busting out new champs, balance changes, maps. And then skins Diablo out of three, and also another game they've been updating. Yeah, um, skins. Hots has got tons of new champs. Like I haven't really played it this season at all, but it's still got new characters. Hanzo, I Alex Straza, fucking all kinds of shit coming out. And plus, they're doing all the work for Destiny too, because Activision. Yeah, because Blizzard. Well, all, I mean, it's not technically them on that. Hey, Activision. I mean, the same company. They're they're, 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 work, they're working with each other, which is why I'm so shocked that Destiny two. Sucks so bad. Well, the, the, but that's because the they're servers, like not the servers are actually yeah, working. Yeah. yeah, it's because it was together. designed by Bungie. They just Activision gave them some, the support of Blizzard to put it up on. Yeah, the, there's the probably a teeny bit of like trade secrets exchanged, but it's not like yeah. I mean, development. I, Bungie squad. was essentially hired to help with Overwatch when it first started development. So I would assume that they would try to reciprocate and yeah. I mean, but it's, it's all Activision. But what, so they, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, yeah, Ubisoft, uh, they've been supporting the hell out of Rainbow Six Siege. That game's been getting tons of updates. All the all the Tom Clancy games. So Division has been getting the crazy updates. Uh, Wildlands has been getting crazy updates. So, I, I mean, know. they're I'm, just 
I'm gonna get back into Siege in fucking 2018 because that game yeah. is dope as fuck. Yeah, I love Rainbow I Six. I was a huge fan of, yeah. of old Rainbow Six. And the way when they went to Vegas, I loved Vegas and Vegas Two. Those were great games. And now they've brought it back in a multiplayer sense, and I I need to get. You it should play game. it. Get on PC, dude. It's I like need to get it, it goes on sale for like 20 bucks, 25 bucks, and all the uh, like post-release content they do is free. Like yeah. all the new map. I mean, there's shit you can pay for, like more champs and, and shit, but. Yeah, the maps. The, and the real tough part about that game online is you have a Getting lot of people. You have a lot of people that are playing very competitively in that game, and if you play solo, there's a very good chance you're going to get rage kicked out of a game because you're if, bad if yeah. you don't do well in one single match. So you're, you're going to have a tough time getting into it at first. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, yeah, that's I guess why the, the, the terrorist awesome. hunt, though. You can always play yeah, the yeah. terrorist hunt. Yeah, always my favorite. That's how you learn to use the gadgets and, and all the stuff. Yeah. But yeah. Fuck yeah, Ubisoft. Fuck yeah, Blizzard. Cool. Fuck yeah, yeah, I mean, Overwatch. they've added the uh, Predator mode to Wildlands, too, which yeah. is essentially the so movie Predator in Ghost yeah, Recon Wildlands. Which the is, thing that they should have did with that, though, that pisses me off, they shouldn't have told you Predator was in the damn game. Right, they yeah. They just updated it, and then you were playing and saw fucking Predator. How yeah. cool would that have been? Yeah. That, just like, I'm ru- running through the freaking wilderness in Bolivia, and I agree Predator that. comes after me. That would be amazing. But That sounds like it sucks shit, actually. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but that <laughs> sounds pretty terrible. I like Predator. Predator's yeah, cool. I, yeah, he's going to rip your throat out, though, when he's invisible in the wilderness. Yeah, it's a video game. Oh, so. yeah, it's a video game. <laughs> I'm just saying, doesn't sound like. A good All right, time. we gotta we gotta wrap this up because we're running a little late here. So. Yeah, we're gonna move to best multiplayer. Uh, two games we've already talked extensively about: Ghost Ghost Recon Wildlands and PUBG. PUBG is taking this category because yeah, it's gotta. It's yeah. super fun. The only the other game we have in here is Nidhogg Two, which came out this year. Um, <sighs> so plays. Good. Almost identically to the first Nidhogg. Looks way fucking different. Yep. It looks kind of like weird Simpsons characters, <laughs> and they put a, a, a rotating weapon yeah, I would in there, which is... Say com- that's, yeah, fundamentally It's so different. different. So different. It so, like, it's the same... And they actually made, like, levels that are worth playing instead of just playing the original one level that they had. Yep. Um, I mean, it's still Nidhogg. It's still a, a couch competitive game that's super fun. Uh, they just... Made it deeper, whereas you now you have bows and, and different mm. kinds of uh, weapons to do, and they're all on a uh, a cycle that's consistent, so you know what's coming next, what's yeah, not coming I next. I gotta play more of that to get better at that, so I can beat everyone. Yeah, I need to play more of it. You too. already can, because you know it's coming out on the Switch. Oh yeah, it's got it. Oh, I'm, I hope it comes out. Oh, on it the will. Because it only it only needs two buttons, and you can play that with anything. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah! All right, now our last category is the games we wished we could have played or oh, played more of. Yep. Um, the first one on my list uh, is SteamWorld Dig 2. I bought it on the Switch. The game looks absolutely incredible. I loved the first one. Yeah. Um, this one apparently has, has made it better in every possible way. So I feel really bad of not playing that. And now listening to you guys talk about What Remains of Edith Finch, that's also on that list too. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I really, really wanted to uh, play SteamWorld Dig as well. And I have not gotten around to it. Yeah, it looks like they fixed... Not fixed, but it looks like they just added all the things to the game that it needed. Yeah. Uh, Made it deeper and just more fun, better upgrade systems. and yeah. It looks crazy. It runs really well on the Switch. I can't wait to play it. I have a copy of it. I just haven't had a chance to play it yet. Yeah, I still have to buy it. Uh, yeah. But yeah, the game I added on was Heat Signature, which was one of the ones I did not get around to playing. That's from the guy who did Gunpoint. Yeah, it's from the guy that did Gunpoint, and it looks like a spacey version of... Hotline Miami kind yeah. of 
uh, but it's got like some hacking and other weird like time-based uh, stuff and some weird space exploration. And it looks right up my fucking indie turd alley, and I should play it. Yep, and I will play it. And the game that Kenny added. I wish I played Call of Duty World War Two. Uh, I love the World War Two first-person shooters. Always have Call of Duty going way the fuck back, like PS One. Oh yeah, that's what it was. Um, PS Two, not PS One. No, it wasn't no, on PS One. PS One, dude. Really? PS1? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh no, is that Medal? That's Medal of Honor. No, Medal was of Honor. It? Yeah, oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. but yep. the first Medal of Honor was done by the guys who made Call of Duty. So, so it makes perfect exactly. Sense. Yeah. yeah, the fucking the ping of the M1 Garand, dude. Just yeah. there's nothing <laughs> better. There's nothing better. Or just decking out Enfield, fucking just, just blasting dudes' faces off from super far away, and they're just like. Fuck. I played a little bit of the, the campaign. It was pretty cool. I don't uh, fuck about the campaign. It's Call of yeah. Duty about going online and fucking crushing noobs. <laughs> Always about the campaign. Bro. Crushing noobs. You were wrong. It's Call of Duty. Crushing only noobs. about crushing noobs. Love it. That is the only it really reason. Is, the only it reason really you is. play Call of Duty. It's the coil. Yeah. yeah. I play, I'll play the fucking story mode when I'm bored and real fucked up. I, lo- I love the story modes in Call of Duty. That's what I play them for. Uh, so yeah. yeah, COD World War Two. I don't yeah. care if it's bad. And then the, the last game here is from from Ryan. One oh, yeah. he, he Shadow played. Shadow of War. I mean, it's not that I didn't want to play it. It's just I didn't have time to play it. Yeah, it's another forty five hour. Uh, game, so. Started playing yeah. it today. Nice. Uh, and guess what? Batman Combat is still fucking solid as fuck. Yeah. I got right into that game and I was countering people, bashing people up like with built in stealth. Like I can't wait to play it. Great, and I think that's going to do it for our game of the year coverage. Uh, going forward, we're probably going to be doing these podcasts probably like once a month rather than every two weeks because we haven't really had a chance to do that. And the last six months have been once a month anyway, so we're just going to kind of make that official. I think. I think it uh, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, unless we have a lot of stuff to talk about, we might do a couple more, but it's probably going to be more once a month ish. Mm-hmm. Fucking adult life. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and jobs and, and families. You know what we need to do? We need to get unpaid interns to do this shit for us. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be <laughs> so, great. So <laughs> let, let, let's end this a little bit. And I'm just going to throw everybody on the spot here. What What is your most anticipated game of 2018? Can Can we all think about this I right now? I don't even fucking know what's going As of right out. now? The oh, new, probably the new WoW expansion. New WoW expansion, yeah. Hype, 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 Yeah, battle fucking Azeroth, bitches. The corner of WoW. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's going to be fucking awesome. Only game I know is coming out. Awesome. Yeah, I don't awesome. even know. I don't know release dates for anything. I don't know shit about nothing. I don't know nothing about I mean, I mean, I guess I would say below, but we're not quite sure if that's it's coming gotta out. It's got to come out this year. It's, it's got to come out this year. Look at Kilmer scrambling that, right that, now. That, that motherfucker doesn't know. They don't, even, they don't even know what's coming out that yet. Are you fucking kidding me? Crackdown 3. Like, I'm curious. I want them to add a PUBG mode to that game so bad. Oh, God. So bad. Terry Crews. I remember the game. It's Anthem from Bioware. Oh yeah, Anthem. oh that won't come out this year. I hope it does. It's it's. I'm just hoping that Bioware learns from the mistakes they made with Mass Effect. That people really hated Mass Effect this year. Uh, I didn't play it because of all the bad hype. I'm gonna get it eventually. It's gonna be probably a fifteen to twenty dollar purchase, and I'll yeah. check it out. Yeah. Um, Would have put it under most disappointing if we actually played the damn game, but we didn't. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's it. Uh, we're still on the whole social media webs and stuff. You can find us on Twitter at Social Nerd Rev. You can. You can find us on Facebook at Running in Circles Podcast. Mm. You can email us at socialnerdreview at gmail.com. Please email us. Two games that we definitely <laughs> forgot about. Red, Red Dead. Red Dead. Oh, man. I mean, that's that's an obvious choice. Red Dead. That's yeah. an yeah. obvious choice. And Monster Hunter. I'm, I really that Monster Hunter game looks When does that incredible. come out? 
That's 2018. Only, that's that's only, only PS4, though, isn't it? I think, no, no, Xbox it's 2. Endless Xbox smashing 2. of your okay. face against We don't know nothing about no games it's, yeah, coming it's, out. It's not Nintendo too. Switch, which is kind of weird yeah. that Monster Hunter is not coming out. Yeah, because it was like a 3DS system. thing for a long time. Yeah. You're so, not going to send us no emails, though. No, you're probably not. Talking to you, Ralph. Thank you for listening to us, <laughs> all five of you. Uh, <laughs> we'll be back in a month or so. Talk about more games. <laughs>